0: Hello, Queen. You have a story to tell, and I want to help you tell it. Why? Because you matter. You are enough. You are loved, and you are worth it. I'm Tonya, best-selling author, coach, speaker, and realtor. We are all born, and ultimately, we will all eventually expire. And those are two dates that we have no control over. But that dash in the middle is ours to own. Up until a certain point in our lives, most of our story is written for us and colored by our experiences, the opinion of others, and our viewpoint of ourselves or lack thereof. But when we get a glimpse of who God actually created us to be, we no longer settle for less than his best for us. We don't just go through the motions or casually spend our time. Life becomes more intentional, focused, and we show up fully present, unapologetically and authentically as ourselves we start to write our own story from that point forward, positively impacting those around us and ensuring that we make our dash of life count. The journey of you is just that. It's your journey to purpose and how you are making your dash of life account. Being equipped to know who you are in Christ, empowered to embrace just being you, and encouraged to know that God's got you and you can walk in the plans he has for you. Here's your host, Tonya D. Venice. Good morning, Journey of You family. How are you doing today? Today I would like to focus on the importance of self-awareness and how critical it is to your journey of purpose, because of course, everything we talk about always leads back to your purpose and who God called you to be and what he created you to do. And so today as we talk about self-awareness, I want to share some scriptures with you, some ways that you are able to Figure out kind of a little bit more about like who you are and what, you know, makes you tick or what your strengths are. Because so oftentimes people want us to focus on, oh, do a better job on your weakness. Let's strengthen your weakness. But if you focus on really improving your strengths and the things that you were created to do that you're already good at, you can take them to great. Your weaknesses are going to improve ultimately anyway because you're focusing on those strengths. Besides, people don't pay you for your weaknesses. They pay you for your strengths. So that's where we want to focus on. So, of course, you know we're going to start with scripture. Um, I have about seven or eight verses I'd like to share with you. So I'm going to read them to you. And you can pick and choose which ones resonate with you the most or which ones you want to do a little bit more of a deeper dive into. And so I'm going to start at 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 16. It says, and I'm reading from the NASB 2020 version. Um, You're free, of course, to choose whichever one you prefer. But it says, pay close attention to yourself and to the teaching. Persevere in these things, for as you do this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. And in that scripture, I really feel like it's that focus of focus on you and what you are doing well, because in that you're able to also save yourself as well as other people. The second one is going to come from Romans. It's going to be chapter 12 and we're going to verse 3 and it reads for through the grace given to me I say to everyone among you not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith and in that it really means that not one person is better than another. (laughs) We are literally all created by the same God And he gave each and every one of us our own unique gifts. Mine isn't better than yours. Yours isn't better than mine. Each of us has our own gift and we're supposed to work together so that my gift enhances yours and vice versa, yours enhances mine. But if you don't know what that is, it's a lot harder for you to operate in it. So it's just showing the importance of knowing that, but also understanding that your gift is given to you by God and that's how you're able to work and operate in that gift is by staying in constant connection with him. Next, we're going to go to 2 Corinthians and we're going to be in chapter 13 and we're going to verse number five, which reads, test yourself to see if you are in the faith, examine yourselves, or do you not recognize this about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you fail the test. And so again, it's just reiterating that that self-awareness and who you are is tied to your identity in Christ. That's where your identity has to be in Christ. And just checking yourself, like knowing that it's not just you doing it or that, oh, well, I've I've got this. Everything I have is because of me. No, it's because of God giving you that blessing and working through you in those gifts until making sure that you're using it for his glory. The next one is going to be Galatians chapter six. And we're going to verse three, which reads for if anyone thinks that he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Again, it goes back to the last verse we just did, of not thinking of yourself more highly than you ought, which is remaining humble and knowing that you are absolutely valuable and you do have unique gifts that other people need. But again, keeping that in line with who you are in Christ. We're going to flip to Proverbs and we're going to chapter 20 and we're going to read verse number five. So Proverbs 20 and verse number five. A plan in the heart of a person is like deep water. But a person of understanding draws it out, just further solidifies that you do have to have other people that you're connected with that can help draw those things out. Because sometimes there are things that are, that are way down deep that maybe you've suppressed it or maybe you don't even realize it's there, that being connected to the right people, they can help pull those things out of you. Those rivers of living water that God has placed down in your belly very deeply, they can help pull those out so that you can become more self-aware and be who God created you to be. Next, we're going to Jeremiah, and we're going to be at chapter 17, and we're reading verse 9. The heart is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind to give each person according to his ways, according to the results of his deeds. And so again, just reiterating. I know that I've probably said it over and over again, but each of these scriptures is just reiterating God being able to know that he's like number one in your heart. And when he's number one in your heart and you keep him first, he's going to make sure everything else falls into place for you. Scripture tells us that seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and everything, all its righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. And so just as you are searching for, well, who am I? You know, what makes me this or that or the other? Staying connected to God is going to help you find that clarity and direction that you need in that. More than social media or other people's opinions or going to 17 of your friends and asking them like nobody can tell you better than God because he's the one who created you. So you always want to start with him first and then he'll direct you of where to go from there. Uh, Next, we're going to read Psalm and it's chapter 26 and we're going to verse two, which reads, examine me, Lord, and put me to the test. Refine my mind and my heart. For your goodness is before my eyes and I have walked in your truth. So again, just that connection, reiterating the importance of it. So whichever one resonates with you the most, take that scripture, write it down on a post-it note where you can see it regularly and constantly. Ask God, examine me, Lord, put me to the test, refine my mind and my heart. Because you've got to make sure your mind and your heart are connected because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So, what you're thinking is very important. So, you want to make sure that your mind and heart are aligned with who God says that you are. Uh, the last scripture that I want to share with you right now is going to be Second Peter, and we're going to chapter one, and we're going to read verse three, which reads, "For His divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and excellence." And so, again, everything that you need is there. God has it available for you and so you want to make sure that you're staying in tune with him and in touch with him so that he can lead and guide you and show you what his best is for you and what his plans are for you and so practical steps that I also would like to give you in terms of self-awareness are personality assessments. with every one of my clients I always start with personality assessments I ask them which ones they've taken how long ago they took it, because of course, as people, we're always evolving. And so we change over time. Sometimes you might get the same results, but sometimes it may be different. And so I want to find out, you know, how much of their selves do they already know about? What assessments have they taken? And did they agree with it? And so I want to tell you a few um, options that are out there that you can take, because there's no one size fits all. Each one measures different things, but they really do tell a story. And when you look at each one of them, you know, separately, and then look at them all together, you can see overlapping traits that you have from one to the other. And so it starts to paint a picture of like, wow, you know, this really is who I am, or like, okay, this is where, you know, I see it adding up or matching up with the current role that I'm in, or I see it matching up with, you know, this particular thing that I'd like to do, or man, out of the things that I really enjoy, or the things that really are my strengths, I'm not operating in any of them, because I'm doing what somebody else told me to do. So, now let me make some shifts. If you're a lot lot more able to make those decisions and plan out the next steps in your life, the more self-aware that you are. So a few tools that I want to tell you, there's the Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, the DISC assessment, assessment, there's the Predictive Index, there's the Strength Finder, I'm sure a lot of you have heard of that one before, Eric Thomas has the flight assessment. He originally took that, but then he took it um, and did some updates and tweaks to it to make it more correlated like to his experience and things that he went through in ways that he thought that people could better relate to it. So he kind of updated it. So I'd say that's a good assessment to do as well. Kathleen Edelman's uh, color temperament. You said this. I heard that. And so um, it's red, blue, yellow, and green are the four colors that she uses. And based on which one you land in, it tells you different things about your personality, how you best like to communicate with people, Um, kind of like when you're not in your best frame of mind, kind of like what you lean to on the negative side. And so ways to overcome that, things like that. So each one paints a different picture of your personality and things that really you were inherently born with, Um, because there are some things that, You can change about you, but there are some things that you cannot. And so being able to learn about those things and what your strengths are so that you really can operate in that. Because it's one thing to know that, okay, I'm good at this. You know, I've done really well. I've been doing it for 10 years. I've been doing it for 20 years. But what if it was not the thing that you were actually created to do? And you've become very good at it just because you've done it for so long. So it's become routine and you can do it in your sleep. But being good at something is very different than being great at something. Being paid to do a job is one thing, but being created to do something is completely another. And so that is where I want you to focus on when you're thinking about your purpose. Is is it aligned with you like your natural strengths? Are you operating in things that it naturally comes to you? Like literally if you got paid or not, you would wake up and do it. It's what you think about when you wake up in the morning. It's what you think about when you go to bed at night. It's what you wish you could be doing throughout the day. Like those are the things I want you to be focusing on because that's the stuff that you were created to do. And I don't want you to settle because time is your most valuable asset. Once you spend it, you cannot get it back. And in addition to that, it's your focus and attention. Where are you spending your time at? What things are you focused on? Is it stuff that's leading you towards your purpose? Or is it stuff that's pulling you away and distracting you from fulfilling that purpose? We're all given a certain amount of time. And that's why I tell you, you have to make your dash count. Each and every day that you wake up is a gift. That's why they call it the present. And so you want to make sure that you are fully maximizing your strengths and maximizing your time each day with the time that you've been gifted. And so the things that you are great at and that you were created to do, that's the stuff that you need to be working on. And I get it. You might not have time right now. Your schedule may be jam-packed, so that's why you want to pull out your calendar and start making time. Spend time with yourself alone so that you can silence all the other voices and opinions of everyone else and be able to sit and study, okay, well, this is what I'm learning or this is what I heard today or, you know what, Tonya read these eight scriptures to me today and two of them really stuck out to me. Let me write those down. Even if it's just 15 minutes, we all can set aside 15 minutes. You could have 15 minutes that you're sitting in the bathroom on the toilet. You could have 15 minutes that you're just in your closet getting dressed. 15 minutes that you're riding in your car. Maybe you're going from one appointment to the next, but you just sit and stop. No driving or nothing. You just sit for 15 minutes so that you can just sit with your thoughts. Write down what you're feeling. Write down what's coming to you. What has God downloading to you? What are you feeling like? You know what? This is what... I'm feeling in my spirit. This is what I'm thinking about. And just write it. You don't ever have to share it with anyone else if you don't want to. But it's very hard for you to get to know yourself if you never spend time alone. And if you never put down the phone and silence the notifications and get off the screens and actually take the time to just be alone with you. You have to get to know you. Just like in a relationship, you have to spend time with a person to get to know them. That's the best way for you to get to know yourself as well is to spend time with yourself. And so you've got to schedule that and silence all the noise so that way you can hear your inner voice that's telling you, yes, you're on the right track. You need to do A, B, and C, or you know what? It's time for you to shift and transition and go this direction. You're not going to know that if you don't take the time to sit still and get to know yourself and to just spend that time with God and asking him, well, God, who do you say that I am? You know, who have you created me to be? What is it that you want me to do here in the earth? That's what you need to focus on. But you can only do that if you sit still long enough to listen and hear what he has to say and what he drops into your spirit. And I want to leave you with this. We're all good at something. And that's, that's good. But do you want to be good? Or do you want to be great? Final scripture I'm going to leave you with is found in Proverbs. And we're going to chapter 18. And we're going to go to verse 16. It reads, A person's gift makes room for him and brings him before great people. If you know what your gifts are and you're operating in them naturally, the income's gonna come. You're serving other people, you're pouring into them, you are literally doing what God created you to do. You don't have to worry about where the money's gonna come from or where the opportunity is gonna open up. God's gonna open the doors that you need to open. But you've got to get in place and position. You've got to be operating in purpose in order for that to happen. And don't say, oh, well, I'll wait till next year. I'm going to wait till next quarter. I'll wait till the end of the month. Stop putting it off because none of those days are promised to you. So what can you do today to learn more about who you are, become more self-aware, and to start operating in the purpose that God created you for? Let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for your word. Father, we thank you for your promises that are yes and amen. We thank you that you've gifted each and every one of us with a purpose, Lord, something for us to fulfill, Lord, that's going to bring you glory and help grow your kingdom. So we pray for each and every person listening on today, Father, that you be with them, that you confirm in their heart who you've called them to be. And help them, Father, to grow self-aware, to make the time to spend time with themselves alone and to spend time with you, allowing you to pour into them, Lord. Silence all of the other voices and opinions of other people that they've heard over their lifetime or even recently. Help them to declutter their mind. So that they can hear from you and truly see what you're saying to them and the direction that you're sending them in, Lord. So we thank you, Father, in advance for purposes revealed, Lord, for self-awareness, Father, for people being able to operate in their strengths and to know who they are in you, Father, that their identity is tied to you and you alone. And from there, everything else will fall into place. We ask these things in your sweet son, Jesus name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I'd love to continue the conversation so you can comment below. Or you can come hang out with me on social um, at the at the of you. Same thing on Facebook. You know, let's keep the conversation going. I'd love to help you. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. I hope that you feel equipped, empowered, and encouraged to just be you authentically and unapologetically. No more merely just existing from day to day. It's time to get your joy back. It's time to remove the mask and uncover the real you. It's time to become who God created you to be and make your dash count. If you're ready to get unstuck and move forward in your God-given purpose, you can start right now. Today is the day. Head over to thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get unstuck. Again, that's thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get unstuck. G-E-T, Unstuck, U-N-S-T-U-C-K, and begin your journey to just be you, be whole, and be free. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins.